Alright and Dave, we've we've kicked it off this week's podcast. And there's there's one there's one clear thing that I think I think we should go for this week. Is just is just how are you? That that's my first idea. How are you? I'm okay, same, same old, same old. I can't get out of the house. <laughs> so. And that's not even like, like you've got a blockade in the way, is it? You just, you dare go out for nothing to do. Yeah, I, I can go out, yeah, but it's just, I'll be walking and walking and walking and the most interesting thing to do will be to come back inside. <laughs> 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 Sounds like the life of... Um, Pardon me for saying it, but someone at an asylum <laughs> on leave. <laughs> well, I can go out, but um, my leave's only a day, and there's nothing out in the real world for me anymore. Anyway, you sound like you've become institutionalised, like <laughs> that old guy from Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we killed him because he can't handle... Well, let's not talk about that. Well, let's not give you any ideas, but... Uh, no, I'm not going to do that. I hope you do do that. You're not going to kill yourself. Not not like that old bird. Um, I'm dying to know what ideas you came up with last night. Tell me what ideas you came up with last night. You're dying to know what? To know what ideas you came up with. Well, I I wanted us to talk about our post-apocalyptic obsession. Because I don't feel we've touched on it. Well... I seem to be obsessed. I've just finished a book about it, and I constantly... (laughs) What is there to say about it? (laughs) What? Is it not... I mean, is it not a story? Or is it... I can't imagine that many facts about it for some reason. I can imagine there being a story about it, but what is the book? Is it fact or fiction? What is it? It's uh, Metro 2033. I found out about it because there was was a game, and I thought, oh, yeah, I'll get that, which would be good because it's different. It looked really good. And it's only out for PC and 360, so... Oh, yeah. As you know, I've only got a PS3, and... Not buying anything else. So you resorted to getting the book. (laughs) Well, I did the same thing with Crash Bandicoot, only the result (laughs) wasn't quite so brilliant. (laughs) What is it about then? It's well, it's based in Russia, so half the places I don't even I can't pronounce or remember. Um, Classic Stan and the likes. Underground in the metro. And things are getting freaky because there's lots of radio radiation on the surface, and there's creatures attacking everywhere. And yeah, they live on mushrooms and pigs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think like you, you might be more fascinated with like nuclear nuclear bombs is sort of like a start, but you're I'm guessing that you're fascinated with like what the outcomes of that can be, like people mutating and stuff like that. Yeah, 
you say that's true. Because yeah. I have, like, a fascination with sort of post-apocalyptic world, but it's sort of, like, viral-based. And I think just the yeah. virus concept is sort of just the tip of the iceberg, really. Whereas, like, zombies and stuff, that's where it's all yeah. at. I think it's just, like, the most realistic thing... I can make in my mind to rationalise the being zombies. And I like zombies. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> I think it's cause... Yeah, that's, some, that's also something that we constantly seek out with zombie things, but there's no reason to search anymore when we're both listening to the audio. Well, it's more like an audiobook than anything else, isn't it? And they're We're Alive, and it's possibly one of the best zombie stories I've ever heard. Yeah. It's so well made as well. Did you watch The Walking Dead? The Walking Dead? Yeah, it was... It was, um... Aired on Sky One. It was just like a television series. And it was sort of like We're Alive, but... In a television series. <laughs> yeah, I I did watch it. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was pretty good. Like, because that's a new thing they're going into now, isn't it? That's series of uh, like zombie series. Because it's all, it was all movies and it's kind of getting a bit samey. But like with zombie series, like they have to keep it new and fresh. So well, there's a lot more you can do in them. There's a big scope of oh, things yeah. that you can do. Yeah, there's a lot more you can do, and like if you know they're coming out with a second season, then you know it's going to be it's not going to be the same thing over and over again. They're going to have to change it up. So yeah, you know they're going to explore new areas which film hasn't really. That's that's the thing that annoys me in films. Actually, I think the gravitas of, of films has changed quite a bit. It's like seems to be a lot of films that incorporate storylines that are bound to end in a sequel, which I don't like. Where I think films, like all the classics that I can think of, seem to be films that are very concluded. I I don't think there's that many films like that anymore in the mainstream anyway. And that's I like films that that conclude and cut all the ties off at the end of the film. Yeah, it does. It does all all seem to be the same, really. And I've, I've sort of lost interest, to be honest, with, with the films now. It's like Edward Scissorhands. If you were having a sequel to that, that would just be fucking weird, wouldn't it? Hence there isn't. <laughs> I haven't seen Edward Scissorhands in, like, years, so I, I really don't... I, I really can't even remember what happened at the end. <laughs> Um, do you want me to tell you? He just kind of stays in that building. Right, I'll tell you what happens, right? Johnny Depp's all spoiler like... Spoiler alert. You are, you are. People have, spoiler alert for people, for people who haven't seen it. Oh, yeah. Um, if, you're, if you haven't... 
if you were alive in the 90s, or, or something like that, and you're planning on seeing Edward Cezanne's, don't listen to this, or, or just listen to it anyway. That was a real stupid sounding <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, so Winona Ryder's just talking to Johnny Depp, like all, oh god, I really like you and that, but you've got scissors for hands, people aren't accepting you, and then he, he runs off, because he cuts this fella's hand, that kid who later on goes into Breakfast Club. And then he runs into his mansion on the top of a hill. And when Anarada goes up, and she says to him, Oh no, I think Billy's after you. And then Billy comes up. And uh, Edward Scissorhands kills him. I'd say <laughs> Edward Scissorhands <laughs> should be arrested. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> <I don't, laughs> Even though he's portrayed as the good guy, he has killed someone. I mean, he, he has he has committed a heinous act. So, to be honest, I think he should be up there alone. I don't think I, that's one kid who might end up as like a normal. I mean, he was quite outlandish, and he was a bit of a brat. Most teenagers are. So I think the moral of the story... Oh yeah, and then one and her rider turns into that old woman again. And she's all like... Oh. And that's the end, in it? And when it snows, it's just him faffing about with, like, loads of ice and that, making ice dragons. So is he actually a mortal, then? He's not a mortal, no. He's, he's just well, a man. I got the impression that, he, that it cut to her, like... She, he's old and everything, and then he's still in his mansion, like, with scissors hands. <laughs> Not aging. I don't yeah. know why having scissors hands would make you a model, but I just got that impression. <laughs> no, you do get that impression, right? But I think that's... I think because at the end, I can't remember quite... God, I watched it yesterday, I should remember. <laughs> but <laughs> you watched the, it yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the cut to him at the end, and he's... I think the cut to him at the end, and he's like chopping up some some bits of ice to make some little ice dolls and all that shit. And I think that's that's the ending, and you don't see him. Cause I'm thinking if you saw him again, he'd have to be old, right? Wouldn't he? But that oh, yeah. that's certainly in, in the film. So if memory serves me well, which it doesn't, I think if you see him. He's still young, and what's that all about? Because that means that that he is immortal. And I can't remember yeah, well, that's that. Why, that's one of the things I do remember about it. Like the end when you when you reminded me, like I that's one of the things that's quite vivid. She's old, and then it, you do get the sense that it goes back to the, the mansion. And he's kind of still young. But, yeah, uh, and the I'll thing is, right? <laughs> yeah, thing is, <laughs> if he if he was immortal. More people had mentioned that, wouldn't they? Yeah, probably. Yeah. First thing you'd say, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, this is for hands. Would be like, oh yeah, Andy has to do this for hands. Yeah, yeah. Live forever. Like that, that, that Avon woman comes in. She's like, oh bless you. 
Oh shit, you've like you're holding a knife and that, you're gonna stab me, it's not all. Just gonna walk up to you and it's like Yeah, I've got scissors friends and that's the premise that's gonna be like the premise for the film. I'd be like Oh yeah, it's a bit annoying, right? I have these scissors friends. But I'm immortal. So you think the film should be called Edward Lives Forever? <laughs> Could be. But I I mean don't I mean, don't throw the baby out with the bath water. I think the scissor hands work and that. That's all right. But I think... Yeah. I, I, I think it should be, like, called Edward Scissorhands and he can live forever person. <laughs> I don't know. Movie <laughs> title. Yeah. <laughs> the Eternal <laughs> Edward Scissorhands or something. I don't know. I think, I think they missed the plot there. All the dirt show him at the end, and he's dead. Yeah, we we just haven't even clicked on that. He's just not. He yeah. Doesn't do that. I think it's quite sad because she could be looking out the window and thinking, "Oh, it's snowing. That must be Edward out there." It could be just. It could just be snowing. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It could just be snowing, and he's not out there. He he, he died ten years ago. He fell down of old age. He's dead. He'd probably die sooner anyway, because, well, I don't know, if you haven't got hands. He probably would die sooner. Because if he, like, if he was drunk, or he was, like, you know, if he fainted, and he just lands on his... I don't think hand. he gets drunk, Dave. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> gets drunk and <laughs> fell on his hands? Yeah, he faints or and he just like lands on one of his hands and he creates his hands. That's genius. Can you imagine that? Edward says hands does because he's drunk and then on his hands. That's brilliant. That is a highly probable situation. Yeah, I don't know. Just wakes up with some well, prostitutes. You're starting off with a person who has scissors for hands and you've got to be prepared for any situation that he could die. Yeah, it's probably why he didn't change his clothes out of all that. Black crap. All that black tape he wrapped around himself. But I like, I like the idea that he's just dossing about for for that long. Like once she leaves him in that, he's like, oh god, I've just killed a boy in that. But that's all right for them. They can remember me and stuff. I, what am I gonna do now? That's it for me now. What does he do? He's got ages, ages to go. You see him in the beginning, and he's like, he's near his bed. He's got, he's like taking out clippings and stuff. But I bet he looks at him and he's just thinking, oh, I don't want to go back to this. I've just been on a water bed. I've just stabbed someone. <laughs> Which I really enjoyed. Yeah. <laughs> he might have got a taste for it. He seems innocent to begin with, but. I think he, I think Johnny Depp, yeah, I think he's got a twinkle in his eye. I think he might just go back and stab another little boy now. <laughs> he's got nothing else to do, Dave. He might as well. Oh yeah. What I, what I want to know is how did he end up like with scissors for hands? Because I know that yeah. when he was like five, like give give him a why. Well, the thing is, right. He said he's not finished. If you're gonna give a man that you haven't finished scissors 
for hands because he's got stumps there and you haven't made his hands yet, just keep the stumps. It's not like you can use the bloody scissors for hands anyway. It's just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if the guy's that daft, I don't know how he's made a person. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. And how come he didn't get around to it? Like, for the whole film, he didn't get... He looked like he's had these, like, scissors for ages. And then he's like... Yeah. It's just fucking idiot. Like, I had that one of Mickey Real Hands. I actually like this, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a bit cruel, isn't he? When I watched that film, when I was younger, you know that scene where he he shows him the hands and that, and then he collapses? I thought Edward Scissor, Scissor Bloke, he just, like, stabbed him, and that's why there was blood and stuff. But then I watched it recently, and I was like, oh, no, he's just had a heart attack. When I was a kid, I always thought that he just acted real innocent, and he was just a killer. Imagine growing oh, yeah. up that. I thought he killed his creator person. Anyway, yeah, that, that's a bit hard. Yeah. It, it is, isn't it? Yeah, he should have killed one and a rider in the end. That would have been quite good. <laughs> they got Vincent Price to play the creator, and I thought he played a real good creator in that. He just two scenes and he's dead. Do you know what I mean? It just seems like a bit of a waste. And when well, I, s- I guess a role is a role. It doesn't matter how long you're in there for. Yeah. Tell you why I didn't give him hands. He was too busy making all that cookie-making crap that he probably didn't sell. That's how he gets his food, most likely, because I can't condole any other form of food that Edward Scissorpants can get, to be honest. He's got a big garden in that, but don't think he's been chewing on leaves all his life. <laughs> Have you got have you got any other features that I don't know about? Well, I I don't really call them features. Nah, we should we should quit calling anything a feature because even when we do get features, they're not like features. So. Just have you got anything to talk about, Dave? Really? Well, I really want to come home. I really do. Uh, what for in particular? Yeah. I just want to be able to walk somewhere and then where like, we end up there is there's something there. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> to be somewhere at the point of B rather than just A being a long walk in a massive country to get to nothing. I can imagine why. I mean where you live, town's about twenty minutes, fifteen, twenty minutes away, so you must be well eager to get somewhere. Oh yeah, I am. I just wish oh, it'd be good to be home. I just want to be able to go have a coffee and just talk a lot of bullshit with you. <laughs> Even though this could be just exactly the same, but we want some like Pretty much. Sort of quality. <laughs> All right. I was thinking about it today. Like what what the stuff you could actually do. And I couldn't think of anything. Like, you're sort of housebound, really, aren't you? Oh, yeah. I, I really am, like, I, I really need to do some more drawing, and I'm going to do some more drawing. Because I'm, I, uh, 
I can't do anything, like, I can't go anywhere, so I'm just going to do some observational drawing because it just really gets me inspired, so that's the only thing that ever has get me, got me inspired, so I think I'm going to do some, just do some uh, self-portraits and see where it goes from there. Yeah, well, there's one thing that you've always got, even if you're housebound and that's um, your reflection. No, what I was going to say was, is when you want to draw and stuff, I often find that being housebound is quite a bad situation to be in. Like, I always find the more locations that I've been in throughout the week, the more interesting I find drawing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I understand, yeah. I mean, I don't think there's anything better than able to, like, to choose the location you're going to, and then you've just got more, much more options. But at the moment, I haven't got many, so I have to do with what I've, what I've got, really. Are you still thinking of opening that tattoo parlour thing? Well, I was thinking of, like, me and Jordan were thinking of doing tattooing, but at the moment, we... We'll even do it in the next life. Like yeah, yeah, might as well. <laughs> <laughs> Just hope I have a bundle thumbs or whatever I come back as. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, a doodle pal would be quite good as well. You know, like you just come in and you get a notepad. Like you'd give people a notepad. There'd be like little chairs and that, and just go. What are you doodling there? And you'd just be like, oh, I'm just having a doodle on that. And then you'd be like, well, that's the father. That'd be quite good, wouldn't it? You'd be raking in the money. <laughs> Don't fully understand that, but yeah, that's one option. <laughs> yeah. Or just, a, or just a room, and when someone comes in, it's kind of like a spider web mechanism. The customers come in, and you have, you have yeah, they have to pay to go out. <laughs> oh, you can't beat those sent- sentences where you think they're going to go on, but they just don't. Yeah. They <laughs> <laughs> to go, just get out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, of course you'd have to pay the guy on the door, but it's a good job. <laughs> Nothing in there as well. It's just blank walls. Maybe some big and that looks expensive. To just entice people to come in, like maybe a safe or something. An open safe, or a slightly open safe. Yeah, or maybe just a quid on the floor, but because it costs a father to leave, you're sort of earning, getting all your money back, aren't you? <laughs> or yeah, that, that you could like, you could have a car. Whoa. Right, you could have a car. You have like a number, like a reserved number, and you could like print it on the car and that. People would yeah. ring you, and like you go to their house, you pick them up, and you just like drop them off where they want to be dropped off, and they give you money for Wait, it. Wait, you don't hold them against the will or anything? No. No, no. no, I thought that, and then I. F- no, no. There's something in this. It's a, it's a good idea, I mean, it, people without cars, it'd be. There's a big market for it, actually. Not many people have a car. Yeah. 
All jokes are sad, Dave. Submarines. Being a taxi driver. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Being a taxi driver. <laughs> what about taking, right? Taxi driving to submarine level. Yeah, and thought of that. Put a number on the side of a submarine. Take people yeah. <laughs> from A to B via submarine. Brilliant. What an entrance. Yeah. Surely you would have thought they would have made that by now. Like, a cruise, but a submarine cruise. You know what? That would be ace, wouldn't it? It would, genuinely. I think that would be really cruise. good. I know, like, the, the closest thing to that is, is like, a glass-bottom boat, really. Yeah. <laughs> In the brochures, it would be, like, water <laughs> all around you. Submerged? Yeah. <laughs> of course you're submerged. How else would you travel? And then, oh, that'd be great. Want a drink? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Submarines are already sunk. <laughs> so there's no disasters. <laughs> Water, sir? Well, we've got plenty of it. It's all around us. Because <laughs> we've got a pretty good bath. You can't drink seawater. <laughs> yeah, there's just a tap to outside. Seawater, sir? <laughs> Plenty of it. I thought that would be really good, though. Yeah. You could have, like, uh, travel by, by peach. Have you ever seen George and the Giant Peach? James and the Giant yeah. Peach? Yeah, I, mean, I, I, think, I think you could do great. that, couldn't you? Just get the seagulls, spider web, put it on the peach. And don't forget to the fence. That is a like a makeshift stairway. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, you won't want to fall off it, would you? No, no. Right, yeah. That's brilliant. Like, that could be uh, like a plan B <laughs> in case the submarine cruises fail, which I think. It, I don't know why it doesn't exist. I well, don't think of any downside. I mean, they're both such good ideas. Can you have two plan, plan A's? <laughs> I don't know. I think when you, when you get to the point of two plan A's, you, you've got two different businesses, isn't it, really? Well, I mean, there's two of us, Dave. Uh, I don't know whether you're catching on to any suggestions there, but I think we should... Uh, I think we've got some gold dust on our hands. Thinking about it, can a submarine have windows? Can it have windows? Does it, does yeah, it the air pressure, thick. like... And again, they've made that glass that's hard as steel, which is pretty much uh, news just in, because I heard it, like, a few days ago. Well, I'll tell you what, Dave, if there's, if there's glass that strong, why can't you have a submarine? That's made of glass. Entirely of glass? Yeah, I mean, you're just walking along in the submarine and it looks like you're walking on the sea, like on the ocean. That'd be amazing. I mean, it'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? You know what? I'd pay more money for that. I'd pay more money yeah. for that than going out of space, I think. I think I would. Mainly because I'm terrified of space and I don't think I ever would go out there. But yeah, I think I, I think it'd be amazing to being a big glass tube hurtling through the water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm scared of the ocean there. Don't know why. 
Imagine sleep. I couldn't. I don't think I could sleep in one of those things though. Because if you're thinking like and everything's entirely made of glass, like not about privacy. I think just looking out and you wake up and there's like a shark staring at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just staring you out. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. We could take some Valium and we could stare at the sharks and that, and then we wouldn't care. Wake up the next morning, it'd be like, oh, it's still dark. That'd be quite weird. Because there wouldn't be any sunlight, would there? If you could do that, if you really could go out on a submarine and it'd be made of glass, and you took acid, from what I've heard of acid, it'd probably be the weirdest and most terrifying trip you ever go on, I think. Yeah, because, like, the glass could, like, fade away something, couldn't it? And you could think that you're just in the ocean. Yeah, yeah. That'd be horrible. And then you'd be trying to swim and you'd just be in the air and stuff. It'd be terrible. I think that's certainly a good idea, though. Especially if it was yeah. like a party submarine or something. Uh, I think that'd be great. I, think that, I don't think I'll ever do that, but it'd be great. Well, I mean, that's a good good start for a new conversation, isn't it? What would you do? If you could afford to do that, like, what would you do if you was like a multi-billionaire? Yeah, I think we've set a pretty good benchmark. That's a genuinely good idea. I think uh, I'd like to hear what other people would do if they just had like money to create any business or business that like a, a service. Yeah. Like that, I don't think. I don't think it could be beat. Really. I don't know, Dave. I think the peach might be a realisation. <laughs> I mean, what if you really could make... I mean, you couldn't really get... You couldn't grow a peach that big. So I suppose that is... Oh, we're back on the peach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just went a little bit fantastical there, and I thought... It's because you challenged me, Dave, that's why. You challenged me. <laughs> well, can I make something more extravagant? What about a spaceship? Yeah. But it goes underwater. No, I don't. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, it wouldn't be very practical because if a spaceship no. is meant for space and it isn't built for any outside pressure, well, and what, the what? water, does it go down into the water and just be crushed? You know how like rockets have those launch pads. Could yeah. you get a submarine that started off like that underwater? <laughs> what so it's... <laughs> You actually get onto the submarine <laughs> in water and it launches and pretty much like a, a rocket is on a launch pad to get into space but the submarine's already underwater. Yeah, but so you'd... it's just going to take off. Yeah, but it'd be aimed... It'd be aimed... <laughs> it'd yeah. be aimed so it like zoomed down to the seafloor but you'd do oh, it. Right. You'd do it so it'd be at You'd hopefully be going to the bottom depths of plate, like it's so deep that we haven't even been there yet. That'd be good, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, it would be. Yeah. And it'd it'd have a mechanism on it, so it looked yeah. like <laughs> two giant <laughs> two giant bodybuilders' arms <laughs> were, <laughs> yeah, just, were swimming yeah. it. <laughs> I was swimming it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It'd be really, wouldn't it? Of my idea. <laughs> It'd be yeah. Really funny. Oh my god. 
And when it first set off, he had his arms in a position like a man would if he was diving. You know what I mean? Like, both hands sort of <laughs> praying in the air. And then... Uh, yeah, it'd be fantastic, that. I think it would be brilliant. Tell you another thing I'd do. I've, I, I tell you what, it'd be made of glass as well. That's it, I'd beaten it. Uh, another good thing, if I was a multi-billionaire, I'd try and make the world's largest fireplace. That's always something I wanted to do. I think the, the world's largest fireplace is a volcano, isn't it? There's a place of fire. Yeah. I mean, could you furnish that? I think if we have enough oak, just stick a mantelpiece over it, then that would be the greatest f fireplace ever. <laughs> I don't know where this idea is coming from. I think we both own the submarine idea, Dan, so you don't have to try and beat the submarine idea. And I just did it anyway, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you just did it. You know what you're meaning to. Oh, like the world's biggest usable door. I think biggest is where it's at. Where the world's biggest. Yeah. Limb. Limb? Yeah, just mack it. Just the world's biggest. Limb. Oh, you know what? Just the world's biggest. Can I just make the world's biggest? <laughs> oh, um, like a, a place that is just called the world's biggest, like a town, and people maybe, bring their world's yeah. biggest thing to the town. Yeah, or just the world's biggest town, and everything inside <laughs> it is really big, so you feel really little, like lampposts would be bigger. I mean, in every dimension as well, they'd be thicker, they'd be taller, all the doors were big and that, you couldn't reach the doorbells. It'd be fantastic, <laughs> wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be really weird. Do you know what, That's, that has sparked some, a memory of mine, where at primary school, for some weird reason that I just could not fathom, that I think it was like once a year, there used to be like a giant kitchen just assembled <laughs> in the assembly hall. And I don't know why. Because uh, I was thinking yeah, it could be for weird. a play. But there'd still be normal fast people in the play, so there'd be no reason for it, really. You know what that is, and Dave? I know exactly what that is. That's a thought. It's a thought that you had. It's just something you were thinking. It's not. It's not real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd love it if it turned out just to be something you just thought about. Are you sure you've never know. taken asses? Because I think you might have been slipped it when you were a kid. Why is that giant kitchen there? I think there's a chance that you there? could take acid and not know. Yeah. But I think pretty, I, I, I don't think I ever have. Imagine if you were that weird. Like you just took a multivitamin every morning, but it was acid. But you didn't even realise. <laughs> you just thought life was really like that. It'd be brilliant. <laughs> oh.
And then if you stop taking them, would you think he was tricking? Would you think, well, this is not normal? It's not normal for me. It's, it's all relative. So it's like people are, aren't walking in midair and <laughs> cars aren't made of trees and stuff. It just, I don't know. I, I don't think I'd be able to handle that. I don't think it would be able to do. Tell you what would be good to buy as well if you were a multi-billionaire. Just try and buy the Queen, or try and buy as much stuff off her as you can. So you you like gradually become royalty and then just like left with nothing. Nah, I'd throw it away. That's what I'd do. <laughs> I'd throw it away. As in fr- as in front of her as I could, I think as well. <laughs> So, as you pass her the money, and she's giving you, like, just say, like, a, a really expensive jewellery box, jewellery box, you just, as she comes out of her grasp, you just crush it. <laughs> yeah. I try and buy something useful off her, like a sword or something, then I'd ask yeah. for the jewellery box, and then I'd whack it, but I'd whack it with the handle, <laughs> so she, just <laughs> so she got confused. <laughs> Just so she'd be like, oh, damn, not only have I wasted loads of money, but it's a madman who's just bought it off me. That's terrible. That's been in my family for years, that. <laughs> I'd buy a dog's offer, and I'd stab him with a sword, and I'd be like, huh, look, it's like a, like a barbecue stew, in it? It's brilliant. <laughs> and then I'd cook a dog's in my giant fireplace. Do you think you'd live a humble life if you had that much money? Or do you think you'd just go all out and buy loads of stuff? I don't know. I I think I'd be too scared to get desensitised to, like, the ability to just buy anything. Yeah. I've asked a lot of people yeah. that, and they've all said sort of similar things, like they'd live the same but they'd spend money on things every once in a while, they like splash out every once in a while. But yeah. I think I'd give myself about two years where I'd just buy loads of stuff. It'd be like Baxter's millions, but Daniel's millions it'd be brilliant. I'd I'd like buy my mum a summer do you know what I mean? I'd just try and <laughs> I'd try and like I won't try and solve any of the world's problems because I don't. Oh really? Oh. I don't know. That's a new approach. Yeah. <laughs> try and avoid it as best best as I can. <laughs> try, try and do the worst for the world. Yeah, that'd be brilliant, <laughs> wouldn't it? Try and see how many warheads you could buy. I'll tell you what. To be interesting, try and take over. The, right, you've got you've got trillions of billions of pounds, right? And yeah. you've got to try and take over the world without with only small arms, and you can't buy any like nuclear arms or biological weaponry. That'd be fantastic. I'd head rats. I'd I'd have like an army of rats or something. Trend rats <laughs> is the way forward. Would you have anti-tank dogs? Yeah, it'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? <laughs> no, I'd just have Africans, and that'd just that'd be like my. Uh... Well, I suppose that'd be helping, wouldn't it? Separate world where you're like a horrible person. 
No, I'm giving I'm giving them jobs, Dave. We can't complain. All oh, right. Well, but the job is is basically an anti-tank person. Just because they're blowing up, Dave. I mean, they're not going to take that job. What job are they going to take? If they're refusing, <laughs> if they're refusing jobs off me, that's bad in itself. I'd I'd give them some words of advice, saying if if you bloody turning down jobs left, right, and centre, you need you need your head sorting out, mate. Now strap this on and run at that tank. I was thinking that if they if they turned down a jump from you, then it'd just be a suicidal. So they might as well change yeah. the job, but you'd basically <laughs> just tell them off in a very white way. <laughs> well, I mean, it's suicide for money, isn't it? At least they're getting paid for it. <laughs> and that's that's economical, Dave. I mean, you don't know what they could be doing with the money once they're dead. They could be sending it home to their families and that. So, I mean, it's doing well, some good, isn't it? You have to make sure they do the job, and once they've done the job, they're dead, so you're not going to pay them. Is that where you get rich? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to hold some money back. I mean, that money's not going to last forever, is it? And obviously the countries that I did that I did take over, there's a lot of spoils to be had there. So I'll take over, like, America, because... Yeah. They're annoying. They think they've got all all the nuclear bombs in the world and that. The ant. Wait until they see my nuclear rats. They haven't seen anything yet. I mean, that would really throw them off. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it would. It really would. <laughs> I mean, I'd have to get each one a visa pass, but I think it, it'd still really take them by surprise. I could bring I could bring back the plague to less developed countries. That'd throw them off. <laughs> so is this like whole thing just you trying to be more famous than Hitler? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I could. I could be that infamous. Do you know what I mean? I mean, there's one oh, thing. There's one thing, Dave. Uh, um wiping out a race all I'm trying to do is wipe out a race and give them jobs at the same time do you know what I mean alright oh, I, uh, yeah, I guess I guess the uh, I've got to give them a job do you know what I mean I can't I'm, I'm not, <laughs> not that not, I mean you're not a monster <laughs> no well I'm, I'm a human yeah <laughs> we all have a heart so well some of us do anyway some of us have heart disease and they have to get them swapped. Some people have big hearts. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to come another big hearts. <laughs> Don't know what that means. What? How would you? How would you do it? If I mean, I mean, it's a pretty cruel thing to answer, isn't it? I suppose. How would you take over the world? I want to take over the world. I, I tell you what, right? How would you change the world for better? That's a good one, isn't it? I think it'd be more satisfying. Like I don't think it'd be to destroy to destroy the world. No, but no, obviously not to destroy it. But uh. I think to pump loads of money into things to solve problems wouldn't help. But I think 
just changing slight things and see and just saying, well, look, that's all you had to do, and people were telling me for years. And so, I mean, I'm so what your so your idea to solve all the world's problems is to mock people. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, brilliant. That's all right. Slap know. in the face. <laughs> Tell you what I'd do, right? What you're trying to do. Yeah, it's like sometimes I know that I need to leave the work that I have to do at university to last minute. I've got all these problems on my hands, but because of the pressure, I get them all done. Do you know what I mean? So I think what I'd do is I'd nuke a few countries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd cause so many problems thereby creating solutions i tell you what would throw people off if you nuked the North Pole because there's no one there really I mean they say there's people there but they're in and that everyone would just be like why have they done that yeah I think I think it'd just be a lot of speculation, like, well, there must be a reason. Because they wouldn't know you up to now, like, and they'd just think, well, there has to be a reason, because he's a human being, but would you there is no reason? But they would be constantly trying to find an answer. Mm. So I think it'd be pretty interesting to see the effects, but I, I wouldn't... I don't think it'd be a top of my list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to start my own country. I think that'd be quite good. Yeah, I, I just don't, don't get how you go about go about that, really. Well, I'd start a country of animals, so it'd be like <laughs> the population would be me and the animals. It'd be a forest country. It'd be brilliant. But no, I don't, I don't know. Well, I don't know who start that. Country. Well, other people wouldn't call it a country, nor would it be on the map, but. I certainly call it a country. Some people would argue that I'm just a madman running around in a forest talking to animals, but... Yeah, I have have issues with those people. Tell you what is a good thing, Dave. Nothing. There ain't anything good. It's all... It's all Tars now. It's all just human trafficking and... All that stuff that's happening in Egypt that I don't care about. It's all terrible. To really just trying to, drop, <laughs> just tr- try to think what you'd do and how you'd do it worse if you had control. <laughs> yeah, that's quite a good way of thinking about it, isn't it, really? <laughs> At least you can make yourself laugh and forget yeah. about the real stuff. <laughs> That is quite sinister though, isn't it? Laughing because you could make things worse. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people cry because they can't make things better. <laughs> I guess it is the opposite. Yeah. Oh, if I was Bin Laden, I could make things worse. He's dead now, isn't he? I don't know. I don't pay attention to those kind of affairs anymore. Who's dead? Bin Laden and the likes, I think. 
I don't, I don't know. I don't think he's dead or I don't know if he's dead or alive, but <laughs> he would have had to, wouldn't he? <laughs> The clue was in the name, Dave, they found him in a bin. I mean come on. <laughs> Alright, I think Well, we're nearly up to fifty minutes. I think we could leave it there. Minutes. Yeah, oh. no, it doesn't seem that long, does it? Um Thinking about how to destroy the world, I guess. Yeah, or just thinking that you've, you're greedy and you've got more money than you can clearly handle. <laughs> um, yeah. Bye. Bye.